Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome into the West Side Sports Podcast. As always, I am your host, Dakota Esri. Uh, apologies for taking a bit of a hiatus break. I've been dealing with a bit of a chest cold lately. Uh, tis the season for that good jazz. Anyways, I'm back today. Uh, today's going to be pretty much a covering of the big news trade today for the Seattle Mariners, including Teoscar Hernandez from the Toronto Blue Jays. I will have a brief around the world. I'm going to give a breakdown of everything when that trade that happened today for uh, between the Mariners and the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, once again, apologies for the bit of the of the uh, delay. I'm uh, still kind of recuperating from this right now. Apologies for my, uh, my voice and everything. It's not going to be great, but we're going to do my best to get as best of a show as I can for you guys. If you guys enjoyed the content and the overall discussion and topics I bring to you today, as well as the ones for the foreseeable future, please do me a favor and subscribe and leave a rating. Around the world, going to be pretty brief, pretty short with this. Um, obviously, I'm going to start off with saying thoughts and condolences go out to the families that were affected by the tragic shooting for the University of Virginia. Um, it's a truly uh, devastating, sad story. I apologize for being late on this. I don't know I'm apologizing a lot, but a lot of people have been asking if everything's been okay. Why haven't I been posting uh, podcasts lately? i just been dealing with uh, this cold and it's just been kicking my butt. So I'm back on, on back on the men, back off the schneid, as I like to say. So um, just want to say prayers, thoughts, and good vibes, and uh, just all the good things possibly can send to the families that were affected by this tragic shooting. Um, it has been confirmed that they will not play this week uh, for the football game for the University of, uh, U- of excuse me of UVA. Um, it's just really really disappointing. It's really sad. Uh, such young lives were taken away at you know way inopportune time. Uh, for bare lack of a word, I just want to cond- uh, express my condolences for the families, and I'm gonna take a brief moment of silence uh, for uh, all the families included and for the lost ones. Thank you. Bryce Harper will be having UCL surgery. For those who don't know, that is a unural collateral ligament. Um, I'm not a doctor, but I do know a fair amount about UCLs, Tommy John, stuff like that. Recommend the arm by Jeff Passan. Can give you a little bit of insight on that. Bryce Harper having this uh, surgery is a big news for the MLB world, especially for the Phillies fans coming off of their World Series run this last season. Uh, the timeline for his 2023 season is TBD at this current time. I'll be updating that when I get more information for you guys when it comes available. Anthony Rizzo signed a three-year deal with the New York Yankees going back. It was reported uh, from Ken Rosenthal um, of Fox Sports and The Athletic that he was contemplating going to Houston. Uh, ultimately, the um, taint, for lack of a more, uh, word, for the... Uh, organization deterred him from doing so. He will return back to the Yankees on a 17 AAV average million dollar salary, three years, roughly $50 million. Linebacker Shaq Leonard of the Colts will be out for this season or the remainder of the season, I, I should say, as he underwent successful back surgery. He is a fantastic football player. Sad to see it, but the Colts have put themselves in a pretty uh, bad situation this year. Congrats to Jeff Saturday on getting his win. Uh, first time getting a win for head coach. Obviously, all of the... Uh, the circus that it was around Jim Irsay and Jeff Saturday this last week in the NFL world. And I'm glad to see they were able to get a win this last week. Cooper Rush, uh, excuse me, not Cooper Rush, Cooper Cup uh, will be going on IR having ankle surgery. Four games is going to be the bare minimum. I'm probably anticipating we'll probably see Cooper Cup a little bit after four weeks due to the fact that the, the Rams are three and six. Um, not playing good football this year. A lot of injuries, a lot of uh, first year guys, a lot of guys left. 
offensive line is in shambles. Uh, Matt Stafford's dealing with that, that same kind of shoulder elbow issue. So we'll keep my eye on that as well. Chase Young is likely to play for week 11. I got to give him some serious love a moment for the Washington Commanders. Uh, for all the crap they've had to deal with with their owner, Dan Snyder, who's a complete piece of garbage and an atrocity to mankind. Um, this is a tough team. Uh, Taylor, Taylor Heineke, uh, this is going to be a bold statement, right? Some of you guys will like it. Some of you guys won't, but I, that is what it is. Um, if you agree with me or disagree with me, hit me up on Twitter, capital PNW Professor. I think Taylor Heineke reminds me of a cheap man's Brett Favre. He's got the swag. He's got the the confidence. He's got the arm talent. The, the, the team believes in him. That This team, the Washington Commanders Organization Administration, they're idiots for trading for, for Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is a bum. He is washed up. He is three years ago. You know, like, it's not even a conversation anymore, right? Um, this whole conversation between what do they do with Carson Wentz, Taylor Heineke, the inability to name a quarterback. The only reason why they're not naming a quarterback is because they're not trying to smear Carson Wentz already more than it's already been done. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Heineke has the vote, the love of this locker room. The team believes in him. They rally around him. Scary Terry, this team's playing well. They beat the freaking Eagles. And the Eagles are a really good team. They dominate time of uh, possession in that game. Over 40 minutes less to, less compared to 10. It was really wasn't even a competitive ball game. The Eagles will, will bounce back. They're a really good team. But Washington came out with a mission. And uh, Ron, Ron R Rivera, excuse me, their head coach, um, lost his mother recently and uh, dedicated this win to his mom. And I just wanted to say, uh, Ron, you are a great man, a great leader of men. Uh, You're a great example and a great mentor for so many people. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for being the stalwart and the champion that you are as a man and a mentor for so many other people in this world today. Apologies, I'm still trying to get through this. I'm trying to not uh, sniffle for you guys. I'm really trying hard not to, so... Okay, that's around the world for today. I'm going to do a brief breakdown on the Mariners. So with that being said, obviously the breaking news today was the trade between Seattle and Toronto for Teoscar Hernandez. The trade package that went to Toronto is going to be right-handed pitcher Eric Swanson, left-handed pitcher Adam Mako. I'll be doing a breakdown on those two guys here in just a minute. Eric Swanson coming off of a fantastic strong year for, for the Mariners, posting a sub-2 ERA, though. He was limited in postseason opportunities. I don't know if this was faith between Scott. I don't know if this was something um, from the from the pitching coach, Pete, Pete Woodworth. I don't under, really I don't know the ins and outs of what happened this playoff season. They're not going to give us that, that information. But Swanson was elite last year versus left-handed batters. He was one of the top five pitchers, elite-wise, coming off of stuff. Fastball, splitter. Really a two-pitch a two pitch guy. Uh, he used to throw a slider a little bit, but normally he's just a fastball at the top of the zone. Splitter that's going to drop off pretty hard. This is going to help uh, bolster the back of that bullpen for Toronto, uh, especially with the fact they don't really have a whole lot back there. Uh, Adam Simmer is not a bad pitcher. Um, Jordan Romero, the closer, has upside, but he needs time to grow. Uh, he has three years of arbitration control for Eric Swanson, so that's something to keep an eye on here as well. Adam Mako, the number eight prospect that came across via Baseball America, uh, only pitched 95 innings the last, uh, since two, two, uh, 2019, excuse me. Fastball has upside around 96 miles an hour with, with the mid-80s slider and a low-70s curveball. Projects is probably a high-leverage reliever, possibly, most likely. Not going to be a starter. Um, injuries have kind of been the issue with Mako. He hasn't been able to be very consistent. And the fact that they were able to get these two pitchers and Swanson 
being a bullpen guy, this is a very good deal, in my opinion, for Seattle. Yeah, it sucks to lose Eric Swanson. Eric Swanson was a fan favorite for so many people, including myself, uh, family from ND. He's from Fargo. Um, shout out to North, North Dakota and all the love. But anyways, um, <laughs> Teoscar Hernandez is a fantastic player. He's a wonderful addition to the lineup, to our to our clubhouse, to our locker room. Last year, Hernandez uh, hit 267 average, 25 dingers, 77 ribs, 133 hits. War was 2.8. Slash lines, this is very interesting. Something to keep an eye out for you guys that are not aware of this. Um, this is a slash lines versus the AL West since 2020. Slash lines meaning this is just strictly average, right? Angels, 353. Astros, 318. A's, 250. Mariners, 308. And the reason why I'm talking about the Mariners just for an extra second, he has 55 plate appearances at T-Mobile Park, and he's hitting a 308. That's what you want to see. You want to see you're bringing in a guy who already hits well at our ballpark, sees the ball very well, um, and that's just a wonderful addition. And just lengthens and deepens this overall lineup in general. Uh, Rangers, he hit 258 last year as well. Or, excuse me, not last year, since 2020. My brain's a little bit all over the place, but I'm doing my best to keep this on for you guys. Having him in the, uh, in the outfield pair with J-Rod is an absolutely great start for the offseason for Jerry and Justin. Uh, Teoscar is due $14 million this season. His arbitration number for next year will be about the same. It sounds like he'll be ARP 3 next year. He's ARP 2 this year. So, uh, for those who don't know what ARP 2, ARP 3 means, it's just how many years of arbitration means you have to get a 120% of your average value for the position that you play. That's how that works. Um, but this is not exactly a closed shut door conversation on Mitch Hanniger, but it makes this conversation a lot harder. He's played both uh, to Oscar right and left field. I'm probably looking at him probably to lean more towards left field in the situation right now, just to keep that door open for Mitch. But ultimately I have one dream as I know I'm, I'm going to tiptoe around this that somebody else very famously said that I had a dream, right? I have a dream as well. The dream that I have is of Brian Reynolds coming to, to to the Seattle Mariners. For those who don't know who Brian Reynolds is, he is a switch-hitting, great outfielder from the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's going to cost us a hell of a lot. It will probably cost us Jared Kelenic to get Brian Reynolds. I'm just being real with you guys. Um, probably be like a Winker Reynolds, uh, Winker Reynolds, Marco, and a lot of people say that's a lot of value to give up. Brian Reynolds is really freaking good. Like switch-hitting outfielder plus athlete, plus defense, another switch hitting uh, option to this lineup just makes it that much deeper, that much more dangerous. He has good speed. He's a great locker room guy. Um, it's just my ultimate dream. It really is. He would be such a perfect fit for this organization and what we need. We need somebody who can play uh, either a swap between left and right field. And it's it's just a perfect fit. It's going to cost us a hell of a lot to get Brian Reynolds, but I believe it'd probably be worth it. A lot of people are going to say, you know, you're selling low on Winker. Uh, you're giving up a starting pitcher in Marco. How are we supposed to re replace that? Reports are that the Mariners have looked at certain pitchers in the market. Uh, Kodai Singa, or Senga, excuse me. Uh, Jamison Tyone are a couple names I've heard linked to the Mariners. Um, if you want to go on that, you can check me out on Twitter. But the question now remains is what the hell do you do with Jesse Winker? I don't have a clue, to be honest with you guys. I don't know if you want to DH him. Do you platoon him out in the outfield? As much damage has been done after the report from Ryan Divish this offseason a couple weeks ago with Brock and Salk. Winker has a lot of work to do, not just only in the batting cage getting his stuff right, but with his teammates. He was a bad teammate. He was poor, piss poor inside the overall locker room. It's 
Um, it's really a turbulent situation. Him unfollowing, pretty much deleting his IG, um, all of the Mariner stuff, everything. He's pulling childish crap. I don't really want it. I don't want him a part of this organization. A lot of people say you cannot sell low on Jesse Winker. I understand that conversation, but at the end of the day, and I keep talking about this saying, and I'm gonna say it again. At some point in time, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages who listen to to this podcast, at some point in time, it has to be about winning more than anything else for for the Seattle Mariners. And if you want to win, this is what you do. You go out, you make the big moves. The Mariners made the biggest offseason move by far without question in free agency, trade, offseason, hot stove, period. Dask Hernandez is an all-star. And they used to put an all-star corner outfielder with Julio, who just won rookie of the freaking year. The Mariners are in a beautiful position to bolster this team. I believe that uh, Luke Weaver probably will be the one to slot in at right now at this current time. No, I do not anticipate them to spend a single penny on a, on a reliever in this free agent market. It's way too expensive. Rafael Montero, three years for $36 million, way too expensive. Uh, Seth Martinez, I believe his name is, of the Padres, he's going to get like $40 million, way too expensive. $10 million for reliever is ridiculous. We always find good uh, good diamonds in the rough. Uh, for our lack of a saying, this is what Jerry and Justin do. They'll probably like Easton uh, McGee, I believe the guy's name is. We got from Toronto, uh, from the Rays, uh, Luke Weaver. We got the lefty guy from uh, Kansas City. So there's a couple names they're going to try and see if they can do something with. And I'm sure there's going to be a couple more that come in. But no, they're not going to spend a penny on a, on, on, a, on a bullpen arm. I would be flabbergasted and pissed off. If they did that, that'd be a waste of money. That's not what you want to see. Go spend money on starting pitching. Go get a go get Alexander Bogarts. Go get go buy Dansby Swanson from uh, Atlanta because reports are he wants to go back to, to to Atlanta. Go bolster this infield. Go make this lineup deeper and really scare the living crap out of every team in the American League. Because if you imagine if you had Julio, Teoscar, Gino, Big Dumper, Alexander Bogarts, this team's deep, deep. Ty France, deep. Assuming Ty France can get back to his you know, first half form. This is a dangerous team. And I love what's on paper right now. The Mariners are in beautiful shape overall. Um, Justin Hollander was on Brock and Salk this morning saying that uh, they love his, uh, talking about Teoscar Hernandez, of course, talking about his great character fit inside the locker room. He has great uh, connection with both Julio, uh, Gino, uh, El Pedre. Uh, this, this is a beautiful fit. The Mariners have done a fantastic, fantastic job with going out making a huge splash in free agency. As we speak right now, I'm going to do a very, very brief update on Twitter to see if I can miss or if I'm missing anything for you guys. I'll try and keep this as updated as I can. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez, Julio Rodriguez, and Mike Trout are the only players to rank a 95th percentile in hard hit and 80th percentile in sprint speed in 2022. This is just going to show you the kind of guy that we're getting. Um, I'm not really worried about re replacing Swanson. A lot of the stuff right now is pretty much just based upon Tasker Hernandez, and for good reason. So uh, today's podcast is just going to be a little bit shorter one today. I don't have any Seahawks. I'm not doing any cracking today. This is just strictly a Mariners update podcast for uh, the breaking news of Tasker Hernandez coming to the Seattle Mariners. Welcome to Seattle, Tasker. We really, really needed your bat in this lineup. We need a good locker room presence around Julio Rodriguez. And this is going to be perfect. I just, I think the Mariners are going to be, this is a first move of big things to come for this franchise, for this organization. I'm trying, I'm probably going to keep this as uh, little edited as possible. I apologize for some of the stammering and the stuttering. I'm still dealing with this cold. So 
with that being said for you guys, um, I'm going to hop off for today. I'm going to be doing more deep updates. I'll be covering the 40-man projected rosters um, or projected save rosters and players that happened this last week. Um, Isaiah Campbell, you got Cade Marlowe, Jonathan Classe. So I'll be covering that stuff here in the upcoming days. Apologies again for the uh, break in between podcasts, but as you can tell, I'm trying to get my uh, trying to get my my ducks in a row as well. Uh, you know, podcast. So I uh, will catch you guys probably tomorrow, if not Friday. I got a couple things going on tomorrow, so if I can get on and get you guys recorded, I'll probably be earlier in the morning, not just later on in, in the day like I usually do. So. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate the love and everything on the podcast means the world to me and I will catch you guys next time. Peace.